So two months ago, um, I had a car that I was kind of happy with. It was boring, but I didn't need a new one until I went to Las Vegas. Welcome to Tales of a Tesla in Tampa, my new podcast. Uh, if you're one of my radio listeners, hey, yeah, it's me. It's Gino from Q105. Uh, I'm a Tesla guy now. Or excuse me, Tesla. <laughs> Still not going to use Tesla. Sounds stupid to me. It's a Tesla. Tesla was a great band. I'm not going to disrespect them by changing the pronunciation to Tesla. But I went to this concert in Las Vegas. It's called the When We Were Young Festival. It was all these like bands from the 90s and early 2000s from the pop punk era, like Green Day, Blink-182, Sum 41, uh, and a bunch of others that I just used to love back then. So I met up with a bunch of my friends from California who I used to listen to this music with and go to concerts to see these artists with back in those days. And uh, one of my buddies who flew into Vegas, rented a Tesla, and my God, I mean, from the moment he stepped on the gas and did the whole zero to 60 thing that, you know, is the first thing someone who sits in a Tesla always wants you to do, uh, I, I was hooked. I was blown away. Uh, the, the, all the gadgets and the little features and just all the things that make Tesla so unique. Uh, I just got sold on over the course of the weekend. And I never really considered an EV because I don't have a place where I live where I can charge at home. So I never really thought I was a candidate for an electric vehicle uh, until when I was in Las Vegas, my buddy kept dropping by these superchargers. Actually, I say keep drop, kept dropping by. We only did it once. Uh, he only had to charge up once the entire weekend we were there. Uh, you don't do a lot of driving in Vegas, but you know the last day we did do quite a bit of driving around the uh, area. And uh, yeah, he pulled into this little parking lot. Kind of looked like a gas pump to me, but it's just an electrical thing. They stick in the car and, and 20, 30 minutes later, we were off. And uh, I was kind of like, wow, I guess I could have an electric vehicle. But I'm thinking it's not economically sound to go electric yet. I'm sure someday it's going to be the norm. But my always thought was like my Tesla, I always thought those were like $100,000 cars. And I'm not paying $100,000 for a car. I'm not a car guy. I just use cars to go from point A to point B. I'm not the guy who, you know, street races on the Howard Franklin uh, I, I don't accessorize my car. I, I, listen, it, it serves a function for me. That's that's what a car does. So, you know, spending a lot of money on a new car was not something I planned to do. Well, my buddy told me about the $7,500 tax credits that Teslas are getting in 2023. I'm like, oh, that's good. So that means it's only like $93,000. He goes, no, dude, you can get a Tesla for like $40,000. And $40,000 is still you know, a pretty decent chunk of change. But when you took that $7,500 off the top and now you're at like $32,500, well, all of a sudden there's like a possibility there. I still wasn't completely sure if it was for me. And, you know, I had fun all weekend riding around in the Tesla while we were in Las Vegas. But when I got back to Florida, I don't know, it kind of left my mind for a little bit. But the next day I was on YouTube and I just started searching for a few things like, you know, what's life like in a Tesla? Or, you know, what if you don't have a charger? Or what are the good things about a Tesla? What are the bad things about a Tesla? And the more I kept watching the YouTube videos, there were just so many things that my buddy didn't even show me when we were in California about the Tesla that I, I just couldn't get over all the cool little innovations Tesla has made. It's it's not like driving a car. It's almost like driving a spaceship. Like, I mean, there's so many things that a Tesla can do that a normal car can't. 
Um, you know, people get hung up on the things that really I don't care about. I don't care they can go from zero to 60 in two seconds. That doesn't mean squat to me. Uh, I don't care that uh, that it's that I'm saving money on gas. That's really not the big reason. I love giving the middle finger to the oil companies. Trust me. I think they've caused so much havoc in our lives. Like everybody loves to blame politicians for oil prices. Guess what? Neither Biden nor Trump controlled gas prices. Uh, the oil companies do. If they want more money, they just jack the prices up. That's pretty much up to them. Anyway, um, so I love the idea of not having to pay gas prices and uh, have to do oil changes or worry about timing belts or all the other things that can go wrong with a normal car. Uh, it really is just practicality. And I just never really considered an electric vehicle because, like I said, it just seemed economically not to make any sense until you tell me now I can get one for just a little over $30,000, which is almost what all cars cars cost these days. So I started kind of looking at the uh, models. I'm like, do I have to get the bare bones model? And if I get the bare bones model, is that going to be like a crappy car that doesn't have anywhere near the cool features that this Tesla that we had in Las Vegas has? And then I learned Tesla's dirty little secrets. And that's that their base models have really 90% of the functionality uh, that you would get if you paid tens of thousands of dollars more for their high-end versions of their car. Um, I got the absolute base model everything from the car color because uh, you have to pay extra if you wanted like white, red, or black, or whatever the other options were. I loved the base model color, which is like this dark silver, I guess dark gray color. Um, I didn't need the long range package, which is dumb because here's the thing that that battery, you're really only supposed to charge to 80% versus the battery that's in the entry level model, which you can charge to a hundred percent. So the long range thing never made that much sense to me. Uh, or you can pay more for the performance model. So it goes from zero to 60 in 2.1 seconds instead of 3.2. I mean, it was just so stupid. All these things. Like I just got the absolute base, everything on this Tesla and I freaking love it. Got it for about, after taxes, about $43,000. So, you know, you take off that $7,500, I'm going to get my taxes next year. Uh, in the ballpark, yeah, $35,000, 36700 whatever, you know, is what I'm going to pay for it. Here's the kicker. If you're listening to this and it's still 2023, it went down again. There are Teslas right now at the St. Petersburg store for $35,000 now. I mean, I, I wished I would have waited, but I knew there was no way in hell that was going to happen because I just wanted this car so badly once I started reading more about it and watching those YouTube videos. But um, had I waited, I mean, 35000 you take off that 7500 now you're down to twenty seven five, twenty seven five for a luxury sports car. Because I'm telling you, once you get in it and spend enough time on one of these things, it is a luxury car. It The features on this thing, I'm going to go over in the coming months on this podcast, but just anybody who's been in a Tesla for more than a couple hours already knows the deal. These cars are the cars of the future. And you say that, but really all of the technology that all these little gadgets use has been around forever. So when you say it's the car of the future, really it's the car that should be the present. It's just that all the gas cars that we've driven all these years are so outdated. I mean, cars really haven't had any big changes in since the sixties and seventies, really. So anyway, and I'm not a car guy, so I'm not going to debate you on car guy stuff, like mecha mechanical stuff about a car. But I'm just saying in terms of the utility of cars uh, and what they can do and what features they have, really not much has changed over the past you know, few decades. So anyway, uh, 
yeah, all the reasons I thought I wasn't a candidate kind of went away. I could charge uh, at superchargers like that one in Vegas. They have them all over the Tampa area, mostly at Wawa gas stations, which is fine for me because I love Wawa. I love Wawa subs. Um, you know, and I thought that'd be the biggest thing I wouldn't like though, because you know, it's not like just filling up a gas tank where, yeah, it takes three minutes and you're done. Uh, it takes a good 10, 15, sometimes 20 or 30 minutes, depending on how much of a charge you want to get. And, uh, I, I thought that would be the big negative. The weird thing is it's turned into a positive. It's kind of like forces you to have some me time to chill and relax for a few minutes. Um, you know, they have this in-car entertainment system on the, on the Tesla screen. I mean, you can watch YouTube or TV or, you know, Netflix, uh, you can listen to music. They even have video games on this thing. I'm not a video gamer, but they actually, you can get a controllers and play video games on your screen while your phone or your car is charging. Uh, in fact, there's one game where you use your steering wheel to do a race course game. It, it's crazy. Um, but the weird thing is I've just actually started to enjoy these little 10, 15 minute increments of charging a couple times a week because it just kind of forces you to chill and relax and you know, catch up on email or social media or what have you. Um, but yeah, all the reasons I thought I should not be an electric vehicle owner are gone. The costs are low. You don't have to have a home charging. Trust me, it's better if you do have a home char charging option. I mean, I, I really wish I did, but it's by no means the disqualifier that I thought it was before I owned this Tesla. Uh, so over the coming months, I'll add, I'm going to add a bunch of these things. You've probably have seen I've started the blog uh, at uh, wordpress.com. I've started the Facebook group for it already. I mentioned it to my radio listeners on my Q105 fan pages today. Um, I'm all in, man. I didn't want to do this like right away. As soon as I bought the car, of course, you always want to put it on social media. I kind of stayed low key about it for the first month or so because I wanted to make sure I really liked it as much as I thought I did. Like I do this often in my life. I'll get so crazy about something and spend every waking moment thinking about it, researching, buying things about it. And then like a month later, I've switched, you know, my interest completely. Good example. Bought a bass guitar when I lived in California. My buddy and I, actually the same buddy. No, no, it was a different buddy. Never mind. Um, but I'm in California. I'm in Hollywood. And I always kind of thought I'd love to play bass guitar. And we're driving down uh, some really busy street in L.A. And I can't remember which one. It's a famous one. But there was a guitar center on the other side of the street. I pulled a Yui in the middle of California traffic. And we went in, bought a bass guitar. I was all about it for two weeks before I just completely lost interest and never played again. Sold it for a fraction of what I paid for it. Uh, the All-American Rejects goofed on me about it. I'll tell that story someday. But I didn't want that to be the situation with this Tesla. I wanted to wait at least a few weeks to see if the honeymoon period would wear off. And, you know, maybe I would think that I, maybe I regretted the decision in some way. It's not going to happen. I'm so crazy about this car. I love the technology. I love the middle finger to the oil companies. I love the convenience. I love that it's good for the environment. It's not one of my, I got to be honest with you. It's not my biggest reason I love it. It's like a lot of people think that, oh, you're one of those tree huggers. No, not really. Listen, I don't want to do bad things to the environment, but that really wasn't a big factor. Um, I, but there are just so many things I love about it. Um, and I, if for someone who's on the fence or if you have questions about electric vehicles or the Tesla experience, uh, by all means, reach out. Uh, I want to answer as many questions as I can. Cause you know, I asked a million questions of people online, friends who have Teslas and the whole thing. And, uh, there's so much misinformation that's out there. I'll give you a great example. There's this big blow up news story this week, which is so stupid. And this is just typical TV, the way that TV does the news. Tesla issued a software update. 
uh, that's going to make it so that if you're using the self-driving feature, it makes sure you're paying attention, which is a good thing, right? All the TV news, oh, Tesla is a recall because they're dangerous self-driving. No, there's, you don't have to take your car back to the dealership. There's no recall in the sense that we know of recall. They're just issuing a software update so people drive safer so they don't, you know, fiddle with their phones or look off into the distance while they're driving. Tesla wants people to be paying attention. Even if they're using the self-driving feature, they want people to be paying attention. So anyway, yeah, that, 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 was, that, that was probably like the last straw. It's like, I got to do a podcast about this stuff because I see so much misinformation and just people messing this stuff up about electric cars. And all of a sudden, I'm now passionate about it enough to where I want to do a blog and a podcast and a Facebook group for it. So we'll see if this lasts because... You know, there was another podcast I did, and I do that like twice a year now, it seems like. But nonetheless, welcome to my new podcast, Tales of a Tesla in Tampa. Uh, I'm going to talk about all the different aspects of being a Tesla driver, specifically to driving in this area, because, you know, we're in the land of pickup trucks, and how you doing? And Florida, baby, and a Florida man. So, you know, it's not the most progressive part of the country that we live in. Uh, you know, I've already gotten looks for getting a Tesla. It's like, oh, you got one of those. And I, it's weird how car choices are now even political to people. Like, I mean, first of all, the lefties think I'm just some big Elon Musk fan. The right wingers think I'm some tree hugger. It's like, it's everything is now political. I hate that about the society of 2023. I just got it because I freaking love it. It's cool. I mean, the features are freaking awesome. The damn car drives itself drives itself. I got to tell you when I really fell in love with this car. I uh, flew um, flew out of, flew out for Thanksgiving and uh, the flight pattern that I wanted wasn't really available in Tampa without taking a bunch of connecting flights. So I flew in and out of Orlando, which I hate to do. I freaking hate that drive to Orlando. We all do. Uh, it's awful. The I-4 is always a mess. There's always tourism uh, congestion. And when I got back from my trip after 12 hours of traveling, I just did not want to do that drive back to Tampa, but I had to. And it was raining. It was humid. And of course, you know, since it was raining, all the tourists were not at Disney World or Universal because it was too, it's too much rain out. So now they're driving their cars they don't know, these rental cars that they don't know, on roads that they don't know, which just, oh my God, it's just an S show. You know, I mean, you've been to Orlando, you know. Um, it was so nice to just hit a button and just watch the car do the drive back to Tampa. Sure, there were moments I had to take over for it, but uh, by and large, the car drove itself through rain and traffic. And here's the thing about Tesla's self-driving feature, which the media is not going to tell you in these stories this week. It drives better than you do. Yeah. <laughs> How many eyes do you have? You have two. The Tesla has like about a dozen and it's looking all around your car every moment. It changes lanes for me. <laughs> like it, But it doesn't do it willy-nilly. Obviously, it looks to make sure nothing's coming. And you know how you have a blind spot? The Tesla doesn't have a blind spot. It knows. So, I mean, that, and I'm going to get into all these reasons why I love this Tesla eventually, but not on this first podcast. I just wanted to say hello, get this set up. Welcome to the podcast. Check out the blog, talesofatesla.wordpress.com. Uh, there's also a Facebook group. Just search for Tales of a Tesla in Tampa. And uh, yeah, we're off and running. 
I'm pumped. I can't wait to hopefully convince a people, a couple people to get into this life. By the way, if you would, the one thing I do ask, because I'm not going to put advertisements or anything like that on this, the one thing I ask, if you do go that route and get a Tesla, please use my referral code. Uh, it's in the description of this podcast. I'll put it on my socials. I'll put it on the, uh, the the blog. But yeah, if you use my referral code, first of all, you get six months of free charging right now from Tesla, uh, which you know is a pretty valuable thing, especially if you're like me and you don't have a home charging option. But you'll also get three months of that full self-driving functionality like I have. Um, so anyway, you just have to use my referral code. And by the way, and I get a kickback. They give me like... Uh, points basically that I can use toward uh, charging. So basically you're paying for my gas, I guess is the best way to put it. So anyway, welcome Tales of a Tesla in Tampa, my new podcast. Thank you for hanging, especially if you made it all the way to the end. Uh, I appreciate that. And I will talk to you next time.